This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and our accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Baked daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use, and um, is great, you know? If you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socraticgamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out, build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast, right, Vish? Yep. Start a, start a podcast and uh, get your ideas out there. All right. Enjoy the episode. All right, cool. All right. Uh, usually we don't start with the title of the episode, but I thought we'd give as much time to this thing as possible before I jump into any other things. Uh, but Dune 2, part two, uh, yes. officially the, well, I'll let you go first, actually. What do you think of Dune part two? Uh, really good. Yeah, it's pretty impressive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say that it is... Actually, did you like the first one or the second one better? Uh, the second one. There's, the first one is just all about um, the world and setting up things. So this yeah, one is uh, the totally. continuation after that. The main things to happen. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And I was thinking about this too. Like, even with the Batman. Like, um, mm-hmm. do you remember, like, the Batman? That was, like, really, really good. I can't wait for part two of the Batman because then it's like, you you already know the world, so we don't have to like waste time trying to figure out like well, how this thing works or like the Dark Knight. Remember, like it came after Batman Begins, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And like that one was really really good. So I'm with you. I'm with you on that one where it's like, if we just get past the preamble, although the first movie is really good, there's a lot of philosophy in that one. There was definitely like way more embedded into this one and you already kind of knew what was going on. You could just jump right into like the, the important bits. Yeah. Right. Uh, did you feel like it was okay? I'm, I'm going to put it out there as this has replaced the matrix for me. Like the matrix was my number one. If anyone's like, Oh, what's your, what's your favorite movie? What do you recommend? Like the matrix, because like, it's so insightful. There's like a lot of stuff that balances it out. Matrix is still good. You know, there's like the action scenes that balance out the philosophy, but I feel like on a deeper level, Dune is just hitting so many philosophical points that really make you think, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's something I I saw after the movie and didn't really pick up on it during it, but then it makes sense now that it's not a hero movie. He's an anti-hero. Oh, okay. Wait, explain that more. Because, I didn't catch that. Yeah, so the, the original person that wrote the books, he noticed that people were... Uh, like loving him? Loving, like, oh yeah, yeah, calling Paul Atreides as a hero. But he's an anti-hero. Okay. It's something that you shouldn't be following blindly. And... Wow. That's what he... he said me- that? Yeah, yeah that's, that's why he wrote the other book, trying to get that message that is this is an anti-hero. 
he's not a hero. Well, well what other book? Because what other book? No, no, like the next book after the Dune, the Dune Messiah. So in Dune Messiah, I think he's supposed to explain that. So that's why the oh. the director for this one, he was explaining that he was trying to. He has some changes from the book to get try to get that message of an antihero into it. Because if you see like what, what the mom was doing and what he was doing it was like oh, yeah. I felt to, that too. yeah how to convince people to because that was like wait convince the weak convince the thing that's telling you that these guys are not the heroes these are just they're anti-heroes right they're but yeah, yeah 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 um that's interesting because i did notice that too like the way they're speaking i was kind of like why are you making this sound like um almost like a cult yeah you know, like, so there's, like, um, the Messiah, or uh, let's take the example of Jesus, because it reminds us of, like, mm-hmm. Jesus, right? So Jesus probably had, actually, no, no, let's do Buddha. B- Buddha has a better story. So Buddha achieved enlightenment for himself, and then he was like, hey, man, don't follow me. Like, these are the steps I took, but, you know, this is what I was doing. But then they created, like, a religion around the Buddha, mm-hmm. right? right? And he was, like, he was anti-religion. Mm-hmm. So is that what you mean it's like like they like the mom was putting all the steps in place to make her son the messiah in their minds even though he didn't really want to be remember he was getting mad she's like well we gave them hope, yeah, yeah, hope. Yeah. Like, right yeah. right right but at the same time but he knew no no but at the same time even though he knew he was still doing something so by convincing uh shihan or the, the girlfriend right J- johnny Johnny or Sean, I forgot how to say it. But anyways, so they they just kept saying Johnny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's spelled like C H I N or something like that. Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya. Zendaya's character. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> she so was a, she was technically uh, a skeptic, right? But she did see some things mm-hmm. in yeah. him. But for him to connect with her was a way for her to send the message that no, he's he has something. But even though at the end she saw, even though she's not with him at the end, right? Because 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 they converted the hardcore uh, atheist. Yes. So like if they so she was the most anti messiah. Yeah, exactly. And if they could convince her, then then they kind of like uh, they won them all over because that mm-hmm. was the hardest one. Yeah. That makes sense. But he used love to do. Wow, I don't. Is it is that accurate? Because now we're kind of like thinking of it super meta, and I'm like, <laughs> I was think, that the intention, or are we just like piecing it together? Yeah, here? because I think that's what he was trying. Because in the books, she's supposed to be with him uh, at the end, so she didn't leave. Oh, him. so that's what that's a change that he that's what he was trying to do oh, to get that message. To, yeah. See, the, all right. So that was, that was my thought. Remember, we left the movie theater. I'm like, oh, I'm going to read this book. Is the book going to be the same as the movie, or like better, or something? You know, you know what I mean? Like, well, I don't that, know. For I me, think I, I think yeah. it, this is what I got was like the director understood what the writer was trying to say, so he's doing uh-huh. it. He's doing some changes to make sure that uh, message is heard. Basically, okay, it, that makes sense. That right? makes sense because he he noticed that people were uh, viewing him as a hero. That's why he wrote the other book to. On, to explain which i haven't like i don't know too much about what's in that book of the dune messiah but it's supposed to explain yeah. like that he's the anti-hero how many how many um uh how how many books passed like was that within the six 
so I think that so there no so the six I think includes a lot more stuff. I think it's just the three books. Book one, two, and three is the one that's about Paul Atreides. I think. And then four, five, and six. Yeah, they're like, and, and then Messiah they're later comes on. later, or has okay. no, no, it's Dune, then Dune Messiah. Wait, what? Dune is the book, first book, okay. book one. Then Dune Messiah is a book two. Oh, oh, interesting. So, like in the six-part series, the Messiah is the second book. Yeah, in the six-part yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what are we watching right now? Is that just it, Dune? Is Dune. Dune? Yeah. Oh, so it's not even Dune so, Part 2. Yeah, I think he said that... I'm not sure if they're going to make that the name of the third movie. Could be Dune Messiah. Could be the third movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Interesting. Okay, let's... Let's deconstruct a couple of things here. Um, that, that I felt like need to become more clear. Because it's like... Alright, so you have all these people... I'm going to relate it to things that I was linking it to as the movies. So remember the Congo stuff, like the red co- cobalt red? Yeah, yeah. And like how we need that electricity. It reminded me, uh, need that for like our electricity. Uh, it reminded me of cobalt red. Like Dune was kind of like cobalt red. You know, like the situation is bad. Nobody can really live there. Uh, obviously, they're not slaves mining for the stuff. But it was like that planet was so rich in resources that fuels the rest of uh, the galaxy. Yeah. Or like our civilization mm-hmm. right if you're looking at cobalt red and this kind of movie was like the um like the people of the island who are being like abused for the resources fighting back right yeah. to like take back their sovereignty but i was kind of like why do we care about this planet so much you know but you almost have to remember because like it's the context, right? Because I'm like, why is this huge battle happening on Dune? Like, why do people care about mm-hmm. these like people who live on Dune? You know, why do they have like this Messiah story? But it's like it just comes down to the fact that that you just need something from this planet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But now think about how dumb this movie would be. So this is what was tripping me out <laughs> when I was watching the movie. So imagine how dumb this movie would be if they found a different planet with a better resource. Nobody would care about Dune at all. They'd right. all just leave that planet and go to another planet. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, why do we care so much about this Messiah story? What, like, why does the galaxy care about the Messiah story? They don't care. They just mm-hmm. care about the resources in the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's so trippy when you think about that, because it's like, on the planet, you have this story about, like, fighting back and, like, saving... Um, their society and like not being slaves anymore getting their home world again Mm -hmm. right like that's what the people wanted who wanted uh paul or timothy's character to like save them but if you zoom out if you don't need that plan anymore who cares about your messiah bro Yeah, yeah, yeah right isn't that weird though it's like we care so much about this one thing it's almost like uh the story of jesus right you're like oh my god jesus is like you whatever and then you blow up our planet with climate change or like a nuclear explosion it's like who cared about jesus bro <laughs> like it's all just a, like a weird sure. story that we're telling ourselves in our head yes yeah yeah, yeah. that this is important you know what i mean yeah, yeah and it's so wild because that's also what they did they hijacked the story in everyone's mind yeah and the ones who like, yeah the ones who um put that story out there it's it's generated hope right yeah but but hope is like 
Remember that other part? Man, there's so many great things in this movie where she was like, okay, wait, wait, hold on. I think the reason why I I like this movie better than The Matrix is The Matrix is like, yeah, we could be slaves in a battery, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, but that's hypothetical. Like, what what is reality? That's really what The Matrix brought you. Like, what is real? Sure. Okay. But the thing that Dune is, the reason why I like it is it actually shows you how the world's working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like belief systems, economics. Yeah. Like it's like who cares if we're a brain in a vat, bro? Like that's secondary. This is what's literally happening right now. Mm-hmm. But they don't see it through through the movie because they're like, oh, it's just like because I was trying to think of it. Like if I was a little kid watching this at 12, right? Mm-hmm. When I saw the Matrix, right? When I saw the Matrix, I didn't get it. I was like, okay, where they're like kind of like these robots, and like, all right, they're fighting for safety. You know what I mean? You have that superficial story, but then you watch it later as an adult. You're like, oh, they were telling us some deep knowledge. So right. imagine bringing a kid to see Dune, and then they didn't get it. But it's like, <laughs> right? You know yeah, what I mean? Of course, like, of it's course. Like, uh, story is not is not like great. It's just like a basic uprising story. But it's like within that basic uprising story, you're you're doing a social commentary. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what sci-fi yeah, is. And I think that's, yeah, I was about to say, you told me that before, which is like why you love sci-fi, like Battlestar Galactica and like mm-hmm. all that stuff. Because like sci-fi is literally telling you about your life through a fictional world that yeah. doesn't really exist. Right, exactly. But it's very close to what we live. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> that, I, that's why I like um, Dune. And like Star Wars is also good, but you were saying that um, Dune ripped off Star Wars. I mean- Star Wars no, ripped off. Star Wars ripped off Dune. Yeah, 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 like with the Force and stuff. All right, so so to get back to it, um, yeah, the I thought it was really interesting how she was saying if you kill the Messiah, they become more powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, dude, that's literally our <laughs> lives, man. Right? Like when right. the Buddha died, you just create these stories because because it's like because you said hope, right? And it's really just what you can make people believe, mm-hmm. right? It's like, if I'm, that's why they say don't meet your heroes, right? Because if you like meet them and you're like, oh, they're so human. Sure. Yeah, you're yeah, kind of yeah, like, right. nah, took the magic away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you get what I'm saying? No, no, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're alive, there's fault. But if they're dead, then whatever story you tell is like what, what people believe. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, he never made a mistake. He, but we do that with generally you know what I mean? Uh, no, but yeah, we generally do that too, right? When people die, we don't talk about the bad things. We just talk about the good things. Right. That's what we leave people. Actually I've been to, I've been to a funeral where they did that. <laughs> like where they were being realistic, everyone's being like lovey. I won't say what funeral was, but it was really funny because it was like they were like, Oh my god, this person was great and then the other person's like, Let's not forget that he also had this problem. And I was like, mm, that's a good point. Well, this person probably was affected by it, but like or something like that. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, touch deeply by that moment. But you're right, though. It's like, when they die, we, we paint this, like, glowing... It's almost like when you die, you're you're elevated to, like, some yeah, different yeah, status. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a level of uh, trying to be respectful, that kind of thing. So but when, we, when we do that, we, in a way, venerate them or that kind of stuff. We yeah. only tell the positive things. Yeah. I, I think in... um in in catholicism because i remember this when we were growing up that everyone was talking about mother Teresa, right and they're like oh my god Mm. she's still alive when um uh like i was a kid and then she died and then like no no they were saying she can't become a saint until she's dead and i was like i don't get it and then she died she became a saint but it's like yeah because then you can create this narrative you can create the story 
mm-hmm. she was always with she never had an outburst but imagine meeting her in real life and she has like she like drops a pen and she's like oh f yeah. you're like oh that's human you know what i mean but like we can paint these these pictures in our mind right you know what yeah, i mean yeah exactly and it's like yeah. that's what the movie was trying to tell you though yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it's like let's get into like the determinism aspect of it and like the fate aspect of it because this one hit me deeply too as i was watching it i was like all right you and i both believe in determinism Mm -hmm. right it's like everything's already it's just mathematical it's like a domino effect right right but we just can't see the pattern sure because it's like too like from the big bang how we get here Mm -hmm. you can always trace back like well that happened because of this and that happened because of that right but we can't see it in our minds, like we can't compute it, right? right? And and I think that life for Paul or Timothy's character was just happening, and then it just perfectly aligned with everything that they were saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like how people were like, "Oh, it's a prophecy," you know? Yeah. yeah. And then and then everything was seemed coincidental. Like Paul's character was like, "Bro, I didn't." I'm not the Messiah. Like this was just a, mm-hmm. like this just happened. Mm-hmm. Remember, like oh, he will know our ways, and he's like, yeah, because I was brought up educated. Like I watched the videos before I landed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Remember that? Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He but, already but then, studied, like, yeah, beforehand. Yeah, right. Yeah, but, but then the guy was like, the guy who believed in him was like, um, he was piecing everything together, and it was like, but you taught him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't look at the freaking. You know he's like he he will ride the worm. And it's like, but you taught him how to ride the worm, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You know, like he he will know how to sand walk because he watched the video before he landed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was all it was all just like such a coincidence. But I from think his the believer side. Yes, exactly. I think that's because he's he's a staunch believer, right? He's looking for this. Yes. He's looking for this hero. But, or for him. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Totally, totally, totally. All right, here's the other crazy part. So remember, like, they're like, the mom will... Oh, yeah, this should be... I should write spoilers on this one. Because <laughs> we're just straight talking. But... So remember when the mom drank the poison? Yeah. And they're like, oh, she she will not die from drinking the poison. Mm-hmm. And then Zendaya's character was like, oh, she, your mom's dead. And then she came back. And then the guy was like, see, it's another sign. The believer. Right. Who's that guy? He was in uh, so many movies. He was, yeah. Uh... I don't, I don't want to say like the guy. I don't want to say his name. I don't know his name offhand. It's like Zendaya, and then you have <laughs> Paul, and then you have the staunch believer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got this kick. What'd you, what'd you find that bad boy? Because I want to at least reference like the guy. So. Javier. Or whatever. Stilgar. Javier. Stilgar. What's his name? Still, the character the name. Okay, yeah. cool. But Javier Bardem. Oh, Stilgar. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the Stilgar guy, when um, <laughs> just so many things lined up well. So he's like, he's like, her, his mom won't die from drinking the poison, and he's like, no, she's she's a mystic. She like learned how to transmute poison. Mm-hmm. So it's like it just. But then he's like, no, see, there's the sign. So it's like th- the whole juxtaposition in the movie but was I, like. I wonder also like, is, it, yeah, is yeah, she man. playing into this character too? Like she's playing it. Oh, she knew that she could do it. Yeah. That's actually pretty interesting. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Because um, they're trying to convince just, everybody. Yeah. Wait, hard, hard pass. Am I freezy at all? No. 
Okay, cool, because I realized I didn't plug the Wi-Fi in, so... No, I think you're okay. Um, I didn't see your freezy. I, okay, that's weird. That's weird that it's fine. Okay, so anyways, um, yeah, so maybe she was playing into the thing because she knew about the prophecies and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe she was she was playing chess but remember they're like were benny jesuits or whatever yeah yeah yeah. they're trained for those things yeah yeah oh no and not just trained but like remember they're like we don't we don't hope or something we plan yeah right yeah so mm-hmm. it's like everything they did was like a meticulous plan that's what i'm saying like is she playing into that right if this yeah is exactly yeah and then it made it made me think about the movie now because i'm like like again there's that juxtaposition it's like is it planned is it coincidence why do they believe it? And it's almost like showing you that life literally just happens and you're making a story. You're trying to move things in chess pieces and then however things play out is how you rectify that explanation in your mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, uh, it's like star sign people who are like, they believe like, they read the horoscope and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it said this. Oh, it, it fit. Oh, see, it, you know what I mean? He was kind of like the... Um, the believers character. I already forgot his name. The believers character. Stilgar. Yeah. Uh, the believer Stilgar. So Stil Stilgar's character. He like he probably believes in horoscopes, bro. This guy was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> eating everything up. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, he was. <laughs> and it it was weird. But he's saying it, as 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 written. I don't know if he's read any of the written stuff. It's just what he's probably heard, and he's just saying as written. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do you remember when he rode the um, the worm, and then yeah. they they cut to the next scene where the worm is um, like it, there? There's a picture, a depiction of a person riding a worm. Yeah, and then that's the Messiah, right? Right. Like they're like the Messiah. Yes. But it's like, but you all can ride worms. <laughs> yes. Why is this? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But okay, it's this is the thing I wonder if you have a universe with infinite possibilities, right? I just have to write something down. And then if you give it enough time, it will end up coming true. Mm-hmm. You just make it vague enough. Like, um, like, you know, uh, somebody will be born and rule the entire world and he'll build a kingdom of peace and love. It might not be right now, but give it a thousand years. There might be a moment in time where that does happen. And I'll look like a goddamn prophet, but it's right. like, no, I just, you know, like, I just said it, mm-hmm. and the universe made it happen. So, like, I'm not, I'm not thinking that the prophecy is not real. I'm just wondering who made the prophecy, and were they just guessing? And it's just, hey, this is just happening now. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like it wasn't predicted. It was just like he just wrote it down because he wanted to like save himself because he was sad. Mm-hmm. The pro- prophecy writer. Like, what do you think? I, I, do they all come from uh, the witches? Like they told that prophecy, those stories. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. 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 Wait. 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 If that's true, okay. If it did come from the witch, like um, because Paul's mom became yeah the in the movie. Witch. Yeah, in the movie, they're the ones. That I feel like they're in control of a lot of things. It's not. Okay. Okay. okay totally. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So. But didn't they say that in the first movie? Remember, like, they we're going to bring him to that planet? Yeah. So maybe they, they had written it, and it had been passed down. They're like, mm-hmm. we're just waiting for the moment when we can execute on this plan. Okay, so with those um, Benny 
Jesuit, Jesuit people. I thought it was, I thought it was Jesuit. No, and I Google yeah. that. Jesuit <laughs> means like Jesus believer, and I'm like, wait, that makes no sense. What, what would it? What Benny is the Jesuit? Like, Jesuit? Jez, Jesuit. Okay, I don't cool. know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll call them the uh, the precogs. Sure, <laughs> they're the precogs. All right. So, so with those people, there's there's a really interesting thing that happens. It like leads into what I was going to talk about with me and Wob going to the thing, going to Vancouver for that shoot, but. And it's weird how things align this way. But anyways, so I pieced out a lot of things, right? Like I could see the pattern playing out in my head. I was like, if I do this, then this could happen. And if this happens, then that'll happen. Mm. And if that happens, that'll happen, right? I just chess pieced it all the way down, right? And if you can, if you're able to chess piece things out, you can seem like a prophet. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like. You know what I'm saying? Or if you just remember, they said like you have to know the past to know the future, mm-hmm. and that's why he had to drink the uh, the poison in order to like gain that knowledge. But it's like if you understand how cyclical natures of society work, you can predict. Oh yeah, America's gonna fall eventually, and then when it falls, you're like, oh my god, he's a prophet. But it's like, no, I just I saw the signs, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, are yeah, they yeah, prophets? Yeah, yeah. Are they precogs? Or are they able to just see the future? Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry, no, not see the future. Are they able to just see the chess moves? In what it would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? But that's what they were doing, right? They were testing these people. Okay, what is he, what's his weakness? So that's knowledge to know yes. what's, the, what's going to happen with this person. What, what could yeah. happen with this person. So that's what that was all about. Yes. Yes. And I, oh, wait. You're like, what's happening here? I was like, oh, what happened to my... <laughs> um, so, yes, yes, totally. I, I agree with you. And um, that that's why I'm like... Well, I agree with you that maybe they were pulling the strings and that's what we're all watching now. Like, what if that's like the big twist at the end? Mm-hmm. You know, there was no prophecy. I I made this happen. Uh, maybe, and yeah. How would that all unfold? Right. How would that unfold with the believer? Mm-hmm. Like it, it really, it really talks about like our own society's belief systems. Like, like when you find out that a cult leader is a liar, like with the Osho stuff. Yeah, right, right. Like, and then remember Wild Bill Cundy, mm-hmm. and then they're like, and then you look now and you see still people believing in him, even though you found out that there were some nefarious things going on. Sure, it's yeah. like this movie is really a depiction of our belief systems. Mm-hmm. In the extremes of it. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's just more and more evidence that, like, we don't know what's going on. We just, like, cognitive dissonance it. We yeah, just create that, the story to make a fit. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, no, exactly. But that, that's what I'm saying, where it's like, that's what the writer was trying to say, which is that it's not good to blindly follow or blindly believe. Mm. Well, then there has to be, like, a negative ending to this, then. Because right now it looks like it's going up. You yes. know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, it's working. Right. But then if there's a downfall, then we're like, oh, that was the wrong move. All right. <laughs> but it's true, though. Like, it is, it is important not to blindly believe. Like, with the, the, the cult documentaries you can watch, it's like, oh, it always goes wrong. Like, when you put your belief system in another person, I guess maybe that's what it's trying to say. It's like, they all put their belief in Paul. But it's like, Paul's human, too. If Paul... 
But they, you blindly they were trying to say they were trying to say yeah. it right. Like your father would not have taken revenge. You're right. Like these are yes, you're exactly, doing exactly. things not what your father would have done. Right, and oh, maybe he's like Darth Vader, bro. <laughs> maybe that's where they got the idea of Darth Vader. Maybe. Wait a minute. <laughs> No, because remember you said you said like he stole the thing, right? Right. He stole yeah, like storylines yeah, yeah, yeah. to make Star Wars. Because if you watch Star Wars episode one to now, or like one to nine, it's not about Luke. But we all started. We started <laughs> at four, right, right? So we all right. think that Luke is the hero, but the actual antihero of the whole series is Anakin. Yeah. Right. If you watch it from one to the end, you watch his story arc of him being a child to becoming an evil and then redeeming himself. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So. What if that is actually where this is headed? Like, he starts off good, they becomes evil. Because he's about to wage war. Yes. This is literally Darth Vader's story. <laughs> no, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right, like, right. Okay, let's wage war. Yes, yes. Yeah, and then now he, now, he has the, now he has the Dune army on his side. Mm-hmm. To go fight people. Yeah. Which is like the Republic in Star Wars. Remember, mm-hmm. he's like, he got turned from um, Darth Vader he became Darth, like Anakin became yes. Darth Vader, and then he started like ruling with the troops, and then they ruled over the galaxy. Yeah. So what if, what if Paul's about to do that? May, yeah. Remember, he said, "I foresee, I foresee bloodshed and people starving and dying throughout the universe because mm-hmm. of me." He foresaw yes. him turning to the dark side. Right. May, yeah, I think Maybe. so. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Which is like a very interesting, like yeah, this, this that, is uh, this is probably what's gonna happen. Yeah, once I read that it that he's an antihero, that's what changed it. I thought I was like, ooh, that's a different, that's yeah, a different totally. outlook. <laughs> oh wait, uh, quick quick question: um, Am I am I pixelated at all? No. Wow, you're looking pixelated on my side. Maybe it's me, like. It's just, and maybe uh, the upload is good, just not the download. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, so we'll continue. Um, <laughs> so, uh, maybe I'll just plug it in so I stop worrying. Sure. <laughs> okay, it's plugged in now. Um, so, so yeah, like, well, it's, it's funny because imagine if people are listen, like listening to this and they're like, "Dude, I read the book. Obviously, those were heads. You know, it's like just read the book, bro. <laughs> You'll see what." What the outcome is we'll see i don't know I, now I, maybe i do want to read the book because there is differences now right there's right. there are some changes but it has to be it's still like, gonna follow better. the same thing but uh i just i want to do it with like, the people, with the audiobook yeah. though i don't want to like just read it <laughs> yeah exactly exactly people who claim that books are better i i don't get it man like what do you mean because like sure you get like their their the insights, insights and stuff yeah but like you can't see it you're creating this world in your mind yeah and then it's like yeah you know when they have like heavy descriptions like sand and then there's a worm and you're like right. thinking about like, a, like what's that worm gonna look yeah. like you but know now I mean? now, like, now that's that's true before a movie but now there's a movie you have something to visually pull from yeah that's true that's true that's true but like i'm just hoping the philosophy is better in the book or no like more in depth in the book because mm-hmm. like that's really i would care about if it's just a story it's like who cares about the story yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah, there's so much to unpack here. Like, do you like which which side are you on? Are you on the are you on the Zendaya side? Are you on the 
the believer side? Are you on the Benny Jesuit side? Are you on the economic side? Well, yeah, if you're on like, the, who, who, who are you gravitating towards <laughs> in this? Well, now that if he is the anti-hero, he's disrupted the flow of everything. He's disrupted yeah. economy. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That's what it comes down to. <laughs> literally just economy. It's like, it's like gas prices. That's literally what they're talking about. Like the spice is, um, is just like oil. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, like it's always about business, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, like it's, it's funny. Cause that's almost like what the movie was showing you too. It's like, if you really look at the movie, it's like, oh, that's cute that you guys are talking about spirituality and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we really just want to make money. You know, because it's like, that's, that's how the universe operates. That's true. It's like, that's, that's how we space travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you guys would not be important if we didn't need the thing. Mm-hmm. You'd just be like some random desert planet that nobody would care about. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But yeah, it's because I mean, we need the resource. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Which not a, it's not a planet funny. that people want to live on, right? Yeah, you don't want to like live there. <laughs> You're literally just taking resources from that's it. A, and that's why we have to care about your Messiah story. Yeah. Which is weird. Let, let's talk about the um, the spiritual trials because there was a huge, like the spirituality in the movie was very interesting. Um, did was it just me or did the the water of life actually? Wait, no. Let's talk about the water because that was really cool. Mm-hmm. When people because they are like from the desert, and Mary's like, don't don't throw up, don't cry, yes, yeah. don't waste your water on anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's true because you need the water exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. how you would look, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine that outlook. Like, that's why they're so steel-hearted. You know, they don't cry. Because, like, we need the water. Right, yeah. It gives a different thing. You're like, oh, they're not emotional. But they are emotional. Like, there, no, no, there's we, a reason why it's it's wasteful. It's a resource. Every, every, yeah. Right, it's a desert planet. Water is super sacred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also really liked how um, they would suck the water from the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, not 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 the not for the spiritual purpose, but like when they killed their enemies, they would take the water, remember, and then yeah. they're like, "Oh, it's kind of like polluted water, but it's good for what it does." Yeah, because right. they need the liquid, right? And they kept re- referencing like, "Oh, that's a lot of water." If they're gonna die, mm-hmm. remember, like Zendaya's character, like, yeah. thought that he would die, so she's like, "Oh, that's a lot of water <laughs> that we could just take," you right. know? Yes. And and then the the coolest one for me was when they brought back the dead body of their fallen comrade, mm-hmm. and then they put the water back in the giant wellspring. Yes. And then even the mom was like, "Oh, that's a lot of souls." And it's like, "Oh, that's so interesting." You're like visualizing the return of a soul yeah, right. through this like liquid, like this like you're you're like you're like visualizing a spiritual component that we can't see. Yeah, yeah. The soul going back to the the mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that they did it that way. And how they said, like, even if we were dying of thirst, we would never drink from this water. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing. Right? <laughs> it's like... That's the level of their wow. religiosity, right? Their spirituality yeah, in that belief. aspect. The belief, yeah. That there's a ton of water here, but this is not... Yeah. This can't be touched. This is too sacred. So, okay, okay. That is an interesting thought because it's like when you break free of those spiritual confines, you almost become free to do anything. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what I mean is like, if I believed in their system, I would not drink that water even if I was starving. Sure, yeah. Or thirsty. But 
because I'm not, I'm like, hey, that's water. Let's just drink it, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, there, it's almost but, like religion gives you a structure. It can, but it depends on, there's different ways of looking at it. You can change the story okay, to yeah. where it's like, no, they're joining. If you're drinking it, then it's more like they're part of us. There's different ways you can write a story. Oh, so, so this is what I mean. It's like, it's all just happening. I'm thirsty. <laughs> But it's like, what do I need to convince you of? Exactly. This this movie is like marketing matters. Yeah, bro. it's yeah, like, it's like it's like right? this water could save you. You could grow grow a lot of stuff. But here, you don't. We yeah. we want you in this position where you don't have power, and you're stuck right. underground. So like, I don't know who who made that yeah, religion yeah, up, yeah. right? So who's setting them yeah, up yeah, for yeah, failure totally. in a way? Yeah. But okay, okay. So how crazy is it? Like, let's look at it like life, right? Um, like real life. If you know that life is just a story you tell yourself, why don't you just hijack that narrative and create any story you want? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you just need enough belief to commit and follow through on that story. Like they did it with uh, Paul too when he was like, I'm not the Messiah. And then you have to believe in yourself. And then like he drank the poison. He's like, okay, you could see like the turning point where he started to believe in his own narrative, which is that he's the Messiah. Yeah. But he wanted to do it because he wanted to rule the world, mm-hmm. the, the galaxy. Yeah. Remember he wants to become like the final, the final ruler, the king, right? Right. But I, is that all it is? It's just like, okay, if I can chess piece this out enough, then I, I know where I'm headed. All I have to do is trust my moves and keep moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this will work out. We just have to, we have to follow the process. Right. Despite the, despite the pain, despite the suffering, like as long as we stick to the plan, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> just, just stick to the plan, Paul, <laughs> just stick to the plan. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like remember when um, he's like, but I don't even know if this is a part of the plan or it just like they just said it when the final battle, when the guy was like, don't stain your sword on um, this guy. Mm-hmm. Remember, like he was going to fight him and like his friend was like, don't stain your sword. I'll let me oh, fight let him. Me fight. like, no. Remember? And then he was like, no, this is my burden to carry. And then the believer was like, look at him. He's exactly. Like, <laughs> he's a he's a modest man. You know what I mean? Or like he chose like what what is the name of. So Paul, you could tell he was making a joke out of it when he's like, "Oh, what's your what's your uh, warrior name?" Right. Remember? And he's like, "Oh, the kangaroo mouse," because yeah. it's like he's feeble, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then like the a- guy, they're making a joke, and then the guy, the believer, is like, "Hey, nobody laugh. That is that is the deepest choice because he's the most knowledgeable, and he just made like a story of why, like, no, this is the correct move." right you know yeah. or he, he's humbling himself or he's like he's like i'm not the messiah and he's like look how humble he is doesn't want to call himself like, the messiah. see that's that's the thing and yeah. you're like what yeah bro <laughs> it's almost like once you believe something you can't break that belief bro exactly. like they're stuck in the matrix yeah that's it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that is crazy but I love how the movie didn't tell you this. Like you come away with it because you're like, oh, that's who that character played. Like that's the yes, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I heard. That this director is more about visual. He doesn't do a lot of dialogue. Even there's a lot, a lot of dialogue in the movie, but it's not. It's more focused on the visual. That's where he's trying to tell the story. Right. They're not going to like spoon feed you yeah. what's happening. Exactly. Okay. I I just saw this on social media, but brothers soon 
got canceled after one season. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish. I didn't finish the last episode. But talk about spoon feeding. We were watching the episode, and like, there's a uh, one where the brother gets mad at his friend, and then you're like, oh, he's doing this to save him, mm-hmm. right? Like, because he doesn't yeah, yeah, want yeah. him to join the gang, right. and then. And then you're like, oh, that's interesting. And then he walked towards his mom and his mom's like, you're a good kid. You did that to save him. I was like, bro, like, no, we could have drawn that conclusion. You didn't need to tell us. You know what I mean? Whereas like Dune's like, you could draw the conclusion if you want or not, you know? Yeah, it, it's, that, it leaves it up right? to the audience. Right. Right. Guy Ritchie said that. He's like, if you have the eyes to see, you'll see what's there. Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't need to tell you. For some people, it's like, that's a cool story. But then the people who really know what's going on, they could see the parallels of like life and sure. what's going on, you know? Yeah. And again, that's why that's why Dune beat the Matrix for me. Because it's like <laughs> they're just they jam-packed it with so much stuff in right. there. So um the uh the poison thing, did it not remind you of like ayahuasca? Like they all th- these are like rituals that they all do. There's like a spiritual component. Mm-hmm to it you know to like you know what i mean right like he's like he has to drink the the poison in order to like see the truth right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. which is like psychedelics bro Mm -hmm. you're you're literally doing this and and what's crazy is like remember the spice they're like uh i thought it was like they literally meant spicy when paul was eating and then he started tripping out and then she's like oh it's too spicy for him and i was like oh i didn't know they used pepper here <laughs> and it's like and then he's like there's spice in the food right when paul was like tripping he's like oh they put spice in here and it's like and that's why their eyes turn blue yes because they're like eating yeah. the spice that's another thing that wasn't told to you directly unless it was in the, the first movie yeah it's in the first movie yeah they just didn't want to explain it the same yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> So, so like the spice thing was interesting because it's like, you know, like um, Rastafarians, mm-hmm. they're always like smoking ganj, right? Sure. And that's like the spice. They're always in an elevated state, mm-hmm. you know? I wonder what happens because they're leaving the planet, right? They're going back. They're going for war. What's going to happen if they don't have the spice? Like those people, are they going to like... Yeah, that, I I wonder now. Lose their abilities. Th- uh, you know what that's mean? what I was going to say. I was, are they being controlled by the spice? If they're, oh. if they, uh, whatever the word is when you stop doing things. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like uh, abstain from it. Yeah, yeah. When, they, when yeah, do they lose that um, ability to see? Ability to see, or to just yeah. blindly follow. Right, they become more critical of the what they're seeing. Like you come out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, totally, totally. Maybe, maybe. You, oh, okay, with that, who's controlling who? That because you're like, oh, yeah, that's controlled saying. by the spice. It, no, no, but but like, mm-hmm. okay, go ahead. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because he no, it, sure it it changed for Paul after he took it. Yeah, because he starts to see the future. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I'm, I'm able to like... And then he, they needed to ramp it up to the next level, so they used the, the, the worm piss or whatever. Yeah. Life, water. You know what I mean? Like, so it's almost like you have... Um, that's why I'm like, oh, it has a, psychologi- a psych- psychedelic component to this movie, because mm-hmm. like, you have like the low-level psychedelics, which is like, like ganja, weed, and like that's almost like what they're imbibing in daily 
Mm -hmm. right? It's like the Rastafarians. And then if you want to take it to the next level and see even further, you take a harder psychedelic, which is like ayahuasca. You could see into your mind more. Right. You know what I mean? And like, that's the parallel there. But when you said who's controlling who, so what if, because with the stone date theory, right? We were all monkeys and then we ate mushrooms and then we started to have creativity and like open our minds and stuff. What if we're all being controlled by these psychedelics to make innovations? Mm -hmm. Like what if, yeah. like in real life, yeah, yeah, yeah. what if in real life we think we're creative? Because there's so many people who attribute their breakthrough ideas to psychedelics. Mm -hmm. Like um, Steve Jobs, uh, like there's a whole list online. You could just Google it. Like all these like Nobel Prize winners who like have have utilized psychedelics to create their invention. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like, was that your idea or was that the plant's idea? Exactly. Yeah, is that that's the Paul's point. idea or is that the spices idea? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like maybe these plants want to off world because why are we so obsessed with going to Mars right now? Maybe the plants are like, okay, we've done our job. We've colonized this planet. And then the mushrooms are like, let's go to another planet and colonize there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we think that we are in control, but it's like the drugs in control. Right. The, 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 the mushroom compound is trying to expand. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. just like the, and, and they're here right, longer. Like they the were here longer than us. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Yeah. If you watch like Paul Stamets, when he talks about it, it's like, we are mostly mushroom, mm -hmm. like us and the planet. So like, like fungi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like fungus, some mushrooms, yeah. Um, but, so if that's all true, and then you link it to Dune, it's like, what if the spice wants the off-world? Like, mm. who's really in control? True, yeah, yeah. Which is like, again, so meta. Yeah, you're so like, <laughs> right? You, like, we, we believe we're in control because that's the story we told ourselves. But if you look at it mm -hmm. as if it was an organism independent of you, you're like, let's just look at this scientifically. And you can see how theoretically, maybe we're being controlled by the mushrooms. Maybe the mushrooms are forcing us to off-world because it wants to off-world. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the spice is creating Paul to become the Messiah because it wants something. Sure, right. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds like so crazy. No, no, no. Like it just but wants like, the destruction. It, it, it wants to. It it was being you know uh, abused, abused of its resources. Now yeah. it's retaliating. It is basically him destroying the economy. Ooh. Is is the spice? Oh, dude, that's so meta. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So maybe because they kept like hurting the planet for the spice and spreading it throughout the galaxy. The spice is utilizing Paul to be its weapon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and take down right. the economy that abused it. Mm -hmm. This is some high talk, bro. Like, what are we talking <laughs> about right now? But like, you know, it's true though. Like, that's that that's like very applicable. Actually. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That is that's trippy. So that's that's why I like about these movies where it does again. It's not spoon feeding you. It's allowing you yeah. to take what you want from it. So we're just breaking it down here. Here's another thing. Here's another thing. Is that's yes. That's what sci-fi movies do. A good sci-fi. You know what? Yeah, totally, totally. That's why it became my number one. <laughs> but you, you know, you know what's weird when you think about this? It's like 
everyone thinks about like a spiritual experience or a life change, let's say life changing experience. Everyone attrib- attributes like psychedelics to like a life changing experience. And Michael Pollan, Pollan, he made this book about psychedelics. He's, he's like a botanist, right? And like a, like a chef or something like that. But um, a nutritionist. He's like, a, he's the one who wrote like Eat Plants. I, I okay. forgot what it was, but he, he's eating it anyways. So he did like a bit of a tangent and he taught, he wrote a book on psychedelics. Mm. And what he was saying is that um, the thing that psychedelics do is let's say you're tobogganing right down a hill and then you you keep tobogganing down the hill so you're like oh like what happens when you toboggan down the same path it gets faster smoother like the snow gets packed down yeah you know what i'm saying and then like you can zip down that and that's our like that's like our neural pathways that are strengthened and we just like Mm. become habits i got you right but what he said was with psychedelics it's almost like like dropping fresh snow on the mountain and now you can go different paths now mm. it opens your mind to new possibilities right which is why the invention thing is applicable right, right. they're like i attribute psychedelics to the invention right so it's like the 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 spice and like like what i'm trying to say is you don't need those psychedelics to create a new pathway even though he needed the spice, but like, I think we can achieve life changing paradigm shifts without psychedelics. Like, life does do that. And I think that movie was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like, did you feel that? Like, I didn't need to be under the influence to like be mind blown. But when right, I saw that right, movie, right. I was like, oh, this totally changed my perspective. Mm hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was like it was like a psychedelic experience watching this movie. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think good art and taking away good life experiences can do that for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like going to Canmore and seeing the mountains. I was like, oh, we are tiny. Like it was a psychedelic experience, but yeah. I wasn't under the influence. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And like, people living that—that's their daily experience. And then you habituate to it. Bit, yeah. It's like, that's, you know? And then that's why you become a... It was funny because, like, I work with different people around Canada, right? And when I went to Canmore, because there are people I work with in Canmore, I was like, oh, I get you now. Because I'm so go, go, go. Because that's Toronto. Sure. So like, there, yeah. I was like, right. yeah, right? But they're, like, slower, mm-hmm. they're more chill. And I was like, why do you guys like this? Like, <laughs> how are we going to move? And then you see it, and you're like, oh, yeah, if I lived here, too, I'd probably not care at all about like this computer yeah, yeah, work. yeah 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 because like that's all you see which is just like yeah it, it, there's two different things right yeah they're in the tech a slow world in that sense but when you're living in a city yeah. everything's moving quickly people are going things yeah you, you get habituated to that feeling yeah. right that, that, like that's your, the norm experiences. that's your norm yes yeah, yeah, yeah. You, your daily experiences and your surrounding really creates who you are mm-hmm you know, we all think it's like I'm a byproduct of of like this X Y Z thing. Like you know, everyone's like nature versus nurture. I was just bring that up. Really, like, yeah. oh, what? I was just nature versus nurture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because everybody like they have that debate, and it's like, oh, it's both. But it's like we don't realize how true that is. Mm-hmm. Like Paul became a whole different person by living on Dune. Yeah. 
like if he didn't go to Dune, he would have just been like a he would have just been like a a prince. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do, just like you yeah. know what I mean? Like in the first movie, how he's a very insecure person. And then you look at him now, he's like like if you look at Paul from the first movie to this movie, he became like totally different. Yeah. Remember he's like, I challenge anyone nobody in this room could fight me. Yeah. He yeah. never said that before. No, no. Right? And then he was like he was like, Are you scared of me? You know, he's like calling them all out. Like he would have never no never done that in the first movie. So again, another takeaway is like your environment really shapes who you are. Mm-hmm. It was a crazy thought. <laughs> so it's like, how can anyone possibly be like, how can we ever all get along? Cause we're dealing with so many different perspectives. Yeah. That's the thing that like, we shouldn't forget. Everybody's got different levels or different layers to their life yeah. that they're living. Yeah. And I can't fault you. Like, why would you also get mad at someone? If you understand this very basic principle, which is like everyone's shaped by their environment Mm -hmm. and their experiences, then why would you ever get mad at somebody for just avoid them? You know? Sure. Yeah. It's like if they're like, if they're being like a certain way, it's like, okay, you're just not for me. But you don't have to like vilify them. It's just who they were Mm -hmm. in that moment. You know? They're just like a, causal chain like it we we are at the whim of something greater than ourselves mm-hmm. right you know what i mean we right but but also at the same time i think if you break free from the story of like w- once you realize the true power i think that's like really enlightenment which is you realize that you have this thing called a mind that's dictating everything mm-hmm. and you are separate from your mind Right, right. Yeah, like, yeah. I, f- I feel like that's the epitome of enlightenment. Because then you're like, I don't, I don't need to be attached to a story. Yeah, I can create my own stories. Right. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really interesting. <laughs> and then you just have to. You. It's almost like you just have to figure out what story you want to work with, and then that becomes your story that you can reinforce over and over and over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, like the my life of video game stuff, like life's an adventure like all those things were just created and i just kept building upon those things but it's just they were just stories like, the whole, think, like really uh, life is just a story yeah it's the strength of your belief in your stories yeah, right yeah but okay okay here check check this out though you said belief so i was thinking about this one and Osho is the one who put me onto this. Okay, I'll see. I'll see what you think. So, here's here's two phrases. Um, life is chess, not checkers. Believe in your moves. There's one, mm-hmm. and then life is chess, not checkers. Trust in your moves. That's two. Which do you which do you gravitate towards? Because you said believe, right? Which do I? Believe? Is it belief or trust? Is it trust or belief? Which is more powerful? Trust or belief? Is a real I think, question. I think belief is more powerful. Okay. Yes. Okay. Belief is what most people gravitate towards. It's like hope. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why. But you can. Right? Tr- okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I always go back to this story, which is when Pandora's box was opened, the last thing that came out was hope. 
Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, it's because, you know, you, although there's negative stuff that comes out, like you have the ability to bring them all back through hope. And I'm like, no, no, no. Hope was in Pandora's box, the deadly mm-hmm. sins. Hope is what can control you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Just like belief. If I blindly believe something, which is the, uh, what's his name? Stilgar. Stilgar? Stilgar. All right, cool. So if you're like Stilgar and you just believe no matter what, sure, that's a problem. So Osho said, don't believe, trust. And I was like, what do you mean? And mm-hmm. then like he goes into it more. He's like, because trust can be broken. And that's Zendaya's character. I trust you're going to right. love me forever. Sure, sure. I trust that you're going to do, you know, and her trust is broken. I remember when she like walked out, she's like, he's like, I'll love you forever. She's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, he's going to love me. And then I want your daughter's hand in marriage. And then boom, her trust is broken. Like, I can't trust you anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing, right? Like once trust is broken, it's, it's nearly impossible to come back. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. Whereas belief, you start shaping the story like yeah, uh, Stilgar. Right. That, that's why I said it was more stronger or more it's, you know, it, it's It's than trust. It's more powerful because you can control people. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that trust is the f- more freeing one. It's like, it's like when you know that there's a story that you can create in your own head, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Then you're, it, it's like that higher level. It's just slightly higher, which is like, okay, this is the game we're working with. I can create my own stories. Right, just like belief, it's like okay, well, I can be hijacked through belief, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to trust. You know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but trust can lead to if you you know if, if it breaks the trust, it it could go into yeah. um, into disarray for that person. Yeah, because because you're never going to trust again. Yeah, totally, I agree with you, but that's why it's the harder metric. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, it's the harder barometer because, like, believe it's like okay, but like, no, it'll it'll work out. Trust me, it'll work. I don't know. Believe me, it'll work out. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you if you have like twenty mistakes and you're like, believe me, mm-hmm. it'll still work out. But then if you have twenty mistakes, it's like, trust me, you're like, dude, I don't trust you, bro. Sure. Trust but verify. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. that's the uh, <laughs> the Russian motto, right? Trust but verify. Right. They don't say believe, but verify. Because belief, you don't need to verify anything. I just believe in you, bro. Exactly. But that's why you can be controlled by belief. Mm-hmm. But you can't be controlled by trust. And that's why Osho is like, like, not into belief. He's into trust. But that's why I think that Osho, like people are like, oh, Osho had so many Rolls Royces and Osho was a bad person. I'm like, no, I think Osho lived by his tenants. This guy knew that we're just creating stories. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, I'm just going to create a story, bro. Give me all your money. Right, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it worked. He's like, okay, cool. Well, what else can I get? <laughs> right, like he's just like he's playing the game of manipulation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because isn't isn't anything that deals with crafting a narrative in someone else's mind manipulation? Yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. create it themselves. Sure, yeah. You agree, right? Yeah. That's like marketing. Yeah. Like if I if I convince you to buy something that you didn't want to buy. I just manipulated you into buying it. Mm-hmm. But we don't like the word manipulation. Yeah. But I use it because I'm like, this is what's happening, guys. Like, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Anything else about Dune that you wanted to bring up? Um, no, it was... Yeah, I think it was interesting. We mainly saw... We were only in Dune, really. Not too much of other planets yet. So we'll see what happens with the other... The Holy War to come. Oh, that's true. Ah, but that could get lame, bro. <laughs> I feel like the Holy War should take place on ships. Because, like, if you keep going to different... Like, you're not going to go from planet to planet killing these people, bro. I don't know. We'll see. Like, I, don't, I have no idea what, like, to, what to expect from that. Because so. I don't know the like story. You have a team of, so. like... Memories, like, I have 200 people. And he's like, wow, that's what you did with 200 people? It's like, well, we also have thousands in the mm-hmm. South. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's like, okay. But if you're dealing with billions, what is your army going to do? Right. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. What are you thinking about? No, I was just thinking, yeah, all the times that Zendaya was trying to stop things or just, she was showing that she wasn't believing in this thing. And, but there was the, the soldier or the army, the army leader guy, uh, Josh Brolin character. That was just like, Uh, just sit, let it, let it happen. Let it happen. Like he's, he's chronically. Yeah. Yeah, because no, because he sees it. He remembers <laughs> Paul as a little kid, bro. Yeah, and he's like, but he's a strategist. He, yes. he remember, he's an army person. Yeah. Like, there's okay. There's so many levels <laughs> to this because it's like, it's like you you see. It's like when the CIA infiltrates into a foreign land and they embed themselves with people, and then they're like, okay, we're gonna convert these people through like actions. Mm-hmm. It's almost like this was a giant psyop for Paul Mm -hmm. and his friend knew what was happening. Yeah. Cause he taught Paul as a little kid. Yes. (laughs) And he's just like, Oh, I see the signs. Okay. You guys are doing this. Okay. This is a psyop. Cool. Let's do this. You know? And then like, it's this whole movie's a psyop, bro. (laughs) That's what the whole... But really, though, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. we're just going to play on this religious belief. Paul knew it wasn't... Right. But remember, Paul just wanted one way through. He's like, there's one way to survive this. Yeah, but like, there was what things... Yeah, after that is what it changed, right? Like, he put away his dad's ring. Then it yeah, put it back put on back. after. But that... Was he always... He was never Fremen. He was always Atreides. Okay. Yeah, that was the way to get cool. trust to follow him. Oh, that he put the ring. Then he put the, the ring, ring back. Yeah, and then he put it back on. That's true. Yeah, because when he put the ring back on, his friend was like, "Let's go, let's get him." <laughs> it's sort of like you know what it is. It's like when um, you see this all the time, like when uh, like in movies and stuff. They're like, "You didn't go native on me, did you?" Mm-hmm. All right. You heard that before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's like you embed yourself with the enemy. Or you embed yourself with a different culture, and then it's like, well, I didn't lose you, right? right. Oh, it was in Avatar. That's where they said it. They like, said you it, didn't I, go native, did you? Oh, okay. Was it in remember, uh, he, um, the Tom Cruise movie, too? I don't remember. Oh, the Tom Cruise movie? Uh, the one with the samurais. Last Samurai. Oh, Last Samurai? Uh, I don't remember. I, I, I do remember it in... It was there in Avatar. No, in I Avatar. do remember that. Remember, yeah. he, fe- he fell in love. Yes, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, wait, you didn't go native. Right. Right. <laughs> Which is like, I wonder if that's derogatory now in this like time and age, right? Like, to say like, you didn't go native. 
anyways, who cares? But like, but that you was, know the, say, the character right? was derogative anyways. So that's why he said it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, but like, that is what this movie was. If you really look at it as an economics thing and outside of Dune, like, at its base level, like little kids who watch, it's like, yeah, Dune, save Dune. <laughs> but if you watch it as like, no, this is an economics thing playing out. It's like, no, this is literally a psyop happening. Right. They needed, they needed to position themselves as the rulers of Dune so that they have control over Spice. If they have control over Spice, they're able to uh, rule the galaxy. Now let's take a realistic example. If I go to Saudi Arabia and I know that the prince has control of all the oil, I'm going to try and marry that prince, mm-hmm. says da- daughter or wife, a female, and then <laughs> okay. embed myself in that family. Sure, yes. Right? Which is what freaking Paul was doing. Mm-hmm. If you put it in those terms, you're kind of like, wait a minute, is this just like an economics battle? Yeah, but way, it, is just an economics, <laughs> yeah. it is just an economics <laughs> battle. Because everything comes down to like economics, bro. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, I wonder, or before I segue too far into this, is there anything else you want to bring up? No. Uh, I think it was a really good movie in that sense. Best movie of all time? I'm going to buy them. I've, I've been buying movies that like, I've liked, and I'm like, I was kind of like on the fence, like, should I buy Dune? And after watching this, I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy Dune. Yeah. Right, yeah. i buy that one and Dune too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good point to have physical things because uh, we were trying to watch it oh digital watching. Bro. no 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 i'm gonna buy an apple oh yeah or digital buy, yeah, yeah. But, an apple. Yeah. but you need to have it to own it you yeah, yeah 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 so that at least you can like yeah because we were all searching for streaming things nobody watched it except for you because <laughs> you had it so i was like right exactly actually i had it too but i was like no time but yes <laughs> i'll buy i'll buy it on apple tv now yeah um okay so now I'm going to segue into this because it really, really made me think. What time are we at? Uh, we're an hour and five minutes now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so it really made me think about, as we were entering this, I was like, this is where we're headed. This is going to be the future. And check this out, bro. So I read Skinwalkers at the Pentagon, mm-hmm. and it's just undeniable now. Like, no, there are multiple alien races. They're here. It's not... It's it's just it's impossible to deny, and I don't give five star ratings to books about UFO stuff if it's like, um, like subjective. It's like I saw the UFO. It's like okay, I'm sure you saw it, right? But this is the book that Redskinwalkers at the Pentagon. It's just case reports, and I'm like, how can you all be lying? Like senators talking about it, like what like what's happening, like where the money's moving around, and like interactions they've seen. It's like if you were if you brought this up the chain of command high enough and you're all independently reporting the same thing, there's chances are something's happening. Mm-hmm. Right, right? You agree? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Do you agree though? Like if if everybody like let's say like ten people came to you and like, hey, I was in this area and I saw this thing independently, you'd kind of be like, okay, what did you all see? Yeah. Right? Like the I wouldn't be like, you're all making it up. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what's happening here, right? So, okay. I really feel we're about to find out that we are in a Dune experience. 
we just we haven't figured out how to tell her so I, it links to like last right, right, podcast right. about Understand. that but like opening up but i i get that because there's just so much evidence of different races and like i feel like the universe is teeming with life we just can't see it because even albert einstein said like um there there's definitely there it's there's open possibility that there are things outside of our five senses. Mm-hmm. Right. So we base our reality off of our five senses. Yeah. Right. But bees can see radio waves. Dogs cannot see color. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so are you telling me that color is not real? Cause the dog can't see it. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you telling me that the radio waves are real because the bee can see it and I can't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just limited to our senses. So I think we're about to find out that, there's a lot going on and I wouldn't be surprised if Dune is our future. That's why I was excited to watch the movie. Cause the, the reason why is cause you have all these planets not even close to each other, but they're interacting with one another. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then what are, what are these ships? What are these ships doing in our space? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that cause they said this, like it was the religious studies professor, like what's the best way to educate people on a religion movies. What's the best way to educate people and what's going on? Movies. So with Dune, we're getting that. But Steven Spielberg, he wrote The Abyss, E.T., and Men in Black. Mm-hmm. I had to check Men in Black because one of the reports from the skinwalkers of the Pentagon was literally a Men in Black opening scene where something happens, you, you have all these people that witness it, then people hop out in black suits and sunglasses. They literally wrote this before Men in Black came out. They came out in black suits and sunglasses and right. they told they interviewed the people and they're like, hey, it's best if you guys forget about this. There was no like Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like the Right, the right, right. Memory right. The flash. Thing. There yeah, wasn't yeah. any of that? Yeah, there wasn't that. But they were like, hey, just don't mention this to anyone. Mm-hmm. So Steven and everyone who's in the UFO space accredits um Abyss and so not abyss closing i said abyss abyss is a one that people talk about too it's close encounters Mm -hmm. right and men in black and they're all made by steven spielberg Mm -hmm. because steven spielberg was deep into that lore right right. he got like in uh in close encounters there's a person that's in the ufo space that's highly accredited people talk about him all the time one of the characters written in that movie that steven spielberg added in represented that guy Mm-hmm. So you know that Steven Spielberg knows some stuff. Just like I was saying, Christopher Nolan knows some stuff. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it, would it be a huge shock if you found out, like, hey, guys, the stuff in this movie is kind of what was happening? Mm-hmm. Right? We, we, we would accept it better. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine watching Dune, and then they're like, and it turns out, this is really what's going on. We have this galactic empire, a bunch of different planets, and like our planet is just one of them. People visit all the time. We can go visit them if we want. We just haven't created the technology yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we would accept it. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think people that are into you know? sci-fi would, but I don't know how, like if this is... The thing is, like when, the you regular make, people. when you make... Yeah, when you make it into this kind of genre, it's not everybody's watching this. Fair. Totally fair. But... I think I feel inherently that we all know what is going on. We all know that nine to five jobs are not it. That's not the reality of the situation. Mm -hmm. That's just what we do to make money. 
I think inherently people know that there's a bigger story out here. That's why they believe in religion. Yeah. Right? And I think that it would be more comforting if we found out, yes, something like Dune is actually happening right now. We're just one planet in a series of planets that's interconnected. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think so or no? I hope so. Yeah. Like, you really think that we'd have, like, chaos and stuff? Uh, I don't know, but uh, that depends on where people are at in their mindset of this. Okay, that's fair. That's true. Or maybe we just need to wait a few more generations that why they're not. They're slowly releasing it now so that the kids that grew up with, like, UAPs are real, by the time we're dead and they come out, like, okay, yeah, UAPs are real, guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you sure. need the boomer generation to pass away so that it was like, hey, <laughs> no trouble from you guys. And then, right. Like, we'll be the old ones. And they're like, yeah, yeah, galactic empires are real. And we'd be like, oh, yeah, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We're just freaking out. Maybe they just need to wait for them to uh, pass away. But, okay, so this all links back to Cat Williams. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought Cat Williams was crazy after watching the, the Shannon Sharp thing. You can go back to that episode where I just like trashed all over him. Like, how could you read 3,000 books a day? It's impossible as a kid. Okay, you lived in your own. Like, it was, I'm sure it was hyperbolic. Like, there was a lot of stuff that was blown out of proportion. Sure. But if you listen to what he's saying on the Joe Rogan podcast, He's literally talking about aliens and Dune, bro. Mm-hmm. So this is why I think this weekend, this like little experience of going to BC, watching Dune, listening to Cat Williams, it's like the universe is weirdly syn- synchronous or like synchronized sometimes. Like it's almost like things align perfectly in this one moment and you have this crazy mind-opening experience. Right. Okay. So, I I didn't even know Dune came out, bro. I was in BC, and you said, hey, when are we watching Dune? And I was like, oh, it's out? All right, cool. Let's just, Saturday? Remember I was like messaging you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I had left to go on that BC trip. It seems so innocuous to the people that are like, see it? They're like, oh, don't you do that all the time? But you work for this company, whatever. But it's like, no, no, you don't understand. And I said it in the video, and I'm going to say it again. Like, I said it multiple times. And it's going to be in video one, part two, part one and part two, where me and Wob literally were just kids with cameras faking that we had jobs. Mm-hmm. We were going around. Do you remember those photo hunts that we used to do? Yeah. We used to yeah, just yeah. go around. Or I took your photo all the time. <laughs> yeah, remember how we yeah. robot photos? I'm like, hey, guys, you just want photos? Let's just get these photos done. You know, I pretended like you guys were my job. Mm-hmm. And then me and Wob would like, we'd venture out into like random places and like, shoot things Mm -hmm. just like as if we were like explorers and then i went on that trip in 2016 like pretend i'm on a job bring all my camera gear whatever right and then like now we're actually being paid to go out and do the exact thing that we faked right it was like dude this is chestnut checkers bro (laughs) and i knew all the steps i was like if i do this i could do this and if this happens then this happens i just had to wait for the steps to like actualize Mm -hmm. so to people who see it they're like oh that's like like of course, of course you go on that trip. Like it's it's an of course moment. Yeah. But it's yeah, like yeah. no, you don't understand how that pieced out. Mm-hmm. And I just had to trust the moves. That's why I was like, life is chess, not checkers. Trust your moves. And like, that's why I ran to get the tattoo on the same, literally the same day. We I I was flying home and I had that revelatory experience. I was like, wait a minute, 
this just happened. Like this, like this 10 year right, journey right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in this one moment. And I was like, hold on. It is chess. So like mm-hmm. I, I even told Wob in the video, I'm like, we got off the plane. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna go get this tattoo today. So I started messaging like tattoo artists as soon as I land, and like I found one who like, anyways, I won't even get. Well, actually, no, it's a pretty cool story. So like I was like, hey, do you have this time? And then she was like, kind of, and she was kind of like loafing on me. Mm-hmm. So then I messaged the tat- like the best tattoo shop in Toronto. I was like, do you guys? Because they were down the street. Like they have multiple locations, but there's one down the street. I was like, do you guys have walk-ins? And they're like, oh yeah, we have a walk-in. Um, and I was like, I'm trying to get this piece done, this like handwriting, like I wrote, like Life's an Adventure Play Wisely in my own handwriting. And then um, they're like, yeah, we do have a walk-in. And I was like, oh, what's what's the handle? So I look at the handle. She specializes in scripts. That's <laughs> all she does. Synchronous, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to admit, that's pretty crazy. Like, so I was like, oh, I'm down. And mm-hmm. I'm, she's like, when can you come like the next hour? Let me just numb my arm. I'll go. And then, like, we watch Dune, and I'm like, wait a minute, this whole movie's about chestnut checkers, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, it's weird how the universe can do that sometimes, but we don't see the steps. We don't see the patterns. True. Right. Yeah. You know? And I think, like, that's the message of Dune, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's determined. But can you see the determined pattern? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? You agree? Or you, or you think I'm just crazy? Maybe I'm like the believer dude. I'm like, what's the name? Stargate? Stilgar. Stilgar. Damn it. I'm really bad with names. Maybe maybe I'm just pulling a Stilgar where I'm just like, I'm, I'm thinking everything. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I, but again, that doesn't, that, that's not, uh, both could be true. But it, oh, maybe that's why it hits so hard watching dune because life was just happening and i was attaching the narratives i'm mm-hmm. like oh this really worked out but it's like no it's just, it's just happening bro <laughs> you know but i felt like a freaking precog in sure, that moment sure. I was like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i totally yeah. made that happen i made that happen yes, yes you know yeah, yeah maybe that's why dune hit me so hard because <laughs> i'm like which character am i <laughs> it's like which is the am i the crazy one you know mm. yeah okay all right uh what time are we at? I have one more thing I want. Oh, actually, no, no. Let, let's talk about Vancouver really, really quick. Sure. You know what's crazy? So I went to Vancouver, and obviously, we did everything, which is, I won't, actually, I won't even out what we did, because it has to be, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah, a work yeah. trip. Okay, oh, okay, you know? okay. Like, we did. So anyways, um, so we had a list, and we were able to achieve everything we wanted to do on that list. Mm-hmm. So one of the things on the list was um, hitting Maine and Hastings, okay? Okay. Which is, like, the strip of homeless people. Mm-hmm. This is the worst strip in Canada. Okay. Not as bad as America. <laughs> but we were driving around and I was like, oh, this is it? Like, I don't feel un- like there were people at the bus stop and like, so like, imagine like zombies, just like homeless zombies, but then there were people waiting at the bus and we were like sitting there and I was like, oh no, they're just strung out, bro. There's a difference between like strung out homeless people and like aggressive homeless people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like America has aggressive homeless people. Like when I went to Austin and they're like, hey, yeah, you can go to the bank machine. Just watch out for the homeless people. And I was like, ah, that's funny. <laughs> and I literally was approached by homeless people being like, hey, you know, right. but these people were like on the sidewalk just tripping. Mm, it was more yeah, like yeah, sad because yeah. right, they were like, right. you're clearly on You're not going to chase me, bro. You're like, you're tripping mm-hmm, right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. You know, you see people like literally 
smoking crack and like they made this little fire and they were like warming their hands and stuff right sure, sure. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's funny so if that's the worst we have there's nothing compared to america bro like what are we doing yeah, yeah, yeah. like i really feel that but what does that say about the best country in the world? You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. this was our worst. And we went there and we're like, oh, it's, it's not that bad. It's, it's bad. It's like sad, but it's not like, I didn't feel endangered, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to bring that up because uh, it's like the narrative, you know? Like, oh, it's a bad place. And then you go and sure. you're like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, that bad. Yeah. Like yeah, because you, know, you add like, that, that image place. of how bad it really is. Or how Which bad like you Dune, think bro. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the narrative. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like Dune. Um, okay, uh, last thing. Um, actually, this one's really quick. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I sent you that CAA was preparing Ukraine for Russia to fight them for like 10 years and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like in leaked documents. Sure. It just made me think, like, dude, there's so much going on here that, like, if the CIA was embedded in Ukraine to, like, prepare them for this war that was, like, 10 years in the making, it's like, like, what are the things that are happening that but we wait, don't But wait, did see? you, what did you get from that? Did you read no, that? No, I didn't get No, I was I didn't trying get, to get to like, the, oh, there's a lot of stuff. Okay, cool, you got Get it. into the actual article, right? But I didn't read the full yeah. article. I read some other things around it. It's Ukraine that came to CIA. For help. Oh, interesting. After there you go, marketing matters. Bro. After after the Crimea situation. Okay. Okay. So and it wasn't C- like and CIA said CIA like was more like okay, uh, like they Ukraine convinced them, but it was more like we'll only help with intel. We're not because we know this is going to have trouble with Russia. Okay. We're only doing That's intel and not uh, not like missions for you. This is why I love that you read into it. Because I just sent you that headline article and I was like, bro, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, so that's what I, I'm saying. Like, when I read the headline, yeah. I was like, oh, it seems like it's like CIA doing it. But it was Ukraine that asked CIA's help. So they're like, there is, a, it's, it's good yeah. for America if you guys help us out. But like, we're only doing Intel because yeah, yeah, we yeah. know we're going to piss off um, uh, Russia. Right, right, right. It was framed as if. It's framed um, as if. CIA made the first move. Yeah. Fair marketing matters and and i was like and Uh, and it said 10 years right 10 years ago is when the crimea situation happened where russia annexed crimea from ukraine so that's why they came to us's help okay that that makes sense that makes sense that makes sense (laughs) all right i still hold that there's stuff going on that we have no idea about. of course you should always you should always look into the um but the no facts. one, the thing is, like, the, I want to read the uh, actual article where it first came out, which is in New York Times. But you have to sign up or probably, like, do the oh, subscription damn. to actually read it. Because everything else I'm reading is not, it's like, this is what New York Times says, but, and then you're adding your spin to it, the other people. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I want to read the actual thing. What if, what if, what if? The hustle is that because they charge money, they hire these people to create clickbaity titles that reference back to the article so that you sign up in order to read it. It's like, it's like, um, it's like if I was a marketer, I'm like, hey, how do we boost sales for um, subscriptions? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I don't know. And we're like, okay, let's hire 
these people to rate to write really clickbaity stuff and make you want to read the actual article. I don't. It doesn't people. happen. It doesn't happen no. like that. No. Right. That's too meta? That's too meta? No, they're going only to their individual sources, and they're writing their own headlines to attract their people. Okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. That would be a crazy marketing scheme if you did that. It's too much. It's it's too many. I I understand what you're saying. It's just it's too much. Uh, I think the the chance of you getting someone to come and subscribe to you is is very unlikely to, to succeed that way. Okay, fair, fair. It would be a really cool marketing tactic. I'm just saying, it's just like influencers. I understand what you're saying, yeah. But I don't know who, yeah, but who went into search New York Times to look up for that actual article. That's true. Because even you were like, paywall? No. (laughs) I was trying to like, can I like freeze the screen and just read like what's... Uh, That's funny. (laughs) Screenshot it. Wait before the ad comes out, so you read it. Yeah. That's funny. That's what that's what a kid of the '90s would think. Yeah. And then I was looking at like, uh, maybe on, maybe Apple it's... News has it. You know, like how Apple News you can subscribe. So I, I have like oh, three, yeah, true, I true. could do like three months free or something. But New York Times is not. I, well, I didn't see it online. I, New York Times is not on there. So I was like, ah, that's too bad. Oh, that's lame. Or else I would have done uh, it. <laughs> that's funny. Like the uh, the subscription system is definitely better than. Like, it's kind of annoying that you have to subscribe to certain things, but, like, it is cutting down on privacy. Oh, piracy. Mm-hmm. You know, with, like, the music and, like, all that stuff. But that is pretty annoying. Like, why are you going to pay wall information? Yeah, I mean, like, we're, we're, internet is free, right? So Or, like, yeah, the yeah, things yeah. on the internet are free. So it's, like, it's hard to, it's very hard to justify just to paying for an article, right? Yeah, fair. Totally. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, all right, so quickly... Uh, as well, I forgot to mention this. Gran Turismo, you were right. Amazing movie. <laughs> I saw it on the plane on the way to mm-hmm. BC, and I was like, like the visuals of this thing. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely check out Gran Turismo. It's a it's an underdog story. He made his dreams come true too. Yeah, he yeah, believed yeah. in the process exactly. Um, but but the way it was, um, yeah, filmed and created. I feel like even with uh, member Kaz pushing the f- virtual divide, mm-hmm. you first showed me that, and I was blown away by the way that that was filmed. I was mm-hmm. like, "This is innovative, right?" And I feel like this one also was extremely innovative. The way yeah. they went from like the car to the, him playing the video game, it was like that's that's super stellar. It was a, it was a really good video game movie in that sense, and it was good. Yeah, yeah. It gave a lot of respect to Gran Turismo. And the thing is, you have to keep remembering the the ones that they're showing in the movie where like today like what i play as gran turismo he was doing an older game like playstation gran turismo oh really yeah oh i didn't even catch that that's what it looked like because it looked like the new game that you were no no no, no, no. Like, sorry oh. sorry no, no no i'm saying that the visuals that they're showing are the new game but the the actual oh. guy the actual guy he played an old he version. played the yeah, old yeah, yeah. versions okay fair yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so that means like like, was, like was the old ones that good like even though the graphics were bad, I think they, it was about the mechanics and stuff like that. Oh yeah, true, 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 true. Because the the graphics wouldn't even be there. No. Yeah, that's true. I never even thought about that. Because when I was watching it, it looked like the game you played. So I was like, uh, well, yeah, yeah, that's because good. they're doing it for today's game. <laughs> and they want to sell the game. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. Video games should really or like adaptions should really watch Gran Turismo for like this is how you should do it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean because like 
like how do you turn a video game into a movie but they took a real story right it was a real person that got from from video game into the real racing world so all all that to being said just it's a great it's a great video oh yeah yeah, i've never seen one of those i've never seen one of those before where it's like oh it's a perfect movie (laughs) i like adaption Yeah, yeah yeah um okay two last things what time we at uh one hour 27 okay cool cool cool. um so i heard this other thing about like epstein you know like epstein is um like he so basically the thing that i heard was they're like epstein knew exactly what you wanted and he gave it to you in order to take information from you okay i heard that in the podcast and the first thing i wrote down was game of thrones Mm. do you remember why is game of thrones like our lives bro do you remember the the brothel owner yeah 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 little finger and he had the power who's little finger again uh i think it what was do you look finger. like uh I'm, I'm no he love. had the, he owned Picture. the brothels um he liked uh ned stark's wife right yeah yeah, yeah. The, the dude um i think it's little mustache finger. guy yeah, yeah yeah his name right mustache guy yeah yeah, yeah yeah so but remember he was like he gained information yes through the brothel mm-hmm. that's freaking epstein 101 bro like <laughs> Right, right, right. Like, yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Like, if you, I think Game of Thrones is probably again, like that's why it was so so great. We think it's an olden time thing. It's almost like the sci fi thing. It's like you're presenting our life, but through a movie mm-hmm. or through a show. Yeah. And instead of it being futuristic, this is just olden time yeah. because those tactics are still in play today. Yeah. yeah if you look at the Epstein thing, that's sure. Littlefinger right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So final thing. Um, all right. This is a chess thing. And I was just thinking about this so crazy. Who does everybody want to be in chess? Who do you want to be in chess? Uh, be in chess. Um, like, let's say you're any chess piece. Pick the pick the chess piece. I don't know. Um, let's go. Well, I guess everybody wants to be the queen, right? You can go anywhere. Ooh, dun 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 dun. Okay, so. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Like, why wouldn't you want to be the queen? Why is... So, chess is actually a matriarchal game presented as a patriarchal game. <laughs> right. Rip you, right? If you really think of it, everybody wants to be... No, no, like, like the bravado Right, men, right, right. They want to be the king. Yes. But you said queen, because you're thinking how I was thinking. It's like, wait, who has the best moves? Is the queen. Yeah. But why does everybody want to be the king? Everyone's like, oh, I just want everything to be done for me. I want to be, you know, the king's the weakest player, right? He's mm-hmm. equivalent to a pawn. Yes. Like he has no power. Yeah. yeah. Why? He's just just a little above a pawn because he can move angrily, right? Yeah, he can and only he move angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only one step at a time. Like, yeah, one step at a time. So why would you want to be the king? The mm-hmm. queen is the most powerful character. And I think that, and I really want to look into this. How old is the game of chess? Because. Did they know that? Was this created in like a, like was a version of chess created? Like obviously chess is more new, but is there, did they steal the idea from an old game? And right. certain, certain mm-hmm. secrets got passed down, you know? Right. Cause like, like the, you literally just told us that <laughs> it's a matriarchal world. Right. Like the women hold all the power. The queen is the most powerful character. And who's yeah? We see it in Dune as well. 
The mom? The mom narrating the story. Oh, that's true. I love how we're just bringing everything back to tune. <laughs> even even, yeah, true, even the, the emperor, even the emperor king had really no power. Yeah, he didn't have the power. That's true. He was just like old and frail. <laughs> yeah. He was just conducting things. But it was the Benny Jesuit. It's his daughter that's really going to be the one to do the next things. That's true too, yeah. It's so wild that we live in a, a patriarchal society, which is like, you, not to sound like a freaking <laughs> bleeding heart liberal or anything, or like an uh, EDI king, you know, it's just like, no, just look at it logically. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, we live in a patriarchal society, but women hold the power. No, 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 women are more powerful. Mm-hmm logically speaking like um, they're like oh you're just a matriarchal you, you just want to be like a you know yeah, I, mean? yeah, like, yeah, I understand yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. Not, no but i'm just looking at it logically <laughs> they give birth like they they're more nurturing they're more collectivist mm -hmm. you know what i mean yes, like yes. men men energy is very like this is mine i will kill you yeah, i'll yeah. fight mm -hmm. you know but even in chess, you see that, like, women are more powerful than men. It's wild to think about. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you're right. Dune, like the the Benny Jesuit women, are all like pulling the strings. Yeah, they're like, we don't. There's no random. We plan. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, true. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's all I wanted to say. Um, anything else? No, it's a great sci-fi movie. That's all I can say. Yeah, it is a great sci-fi movie. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I'm planning to get a... Waiting for a moment. Like, like with my tattoos, I, I think of them like... You know, like, gamer cards? Yeah, yeah. You know, you, like, sign in, and then right, it's like, right, this right. person unlocked all these things, and then you would see it on their gamer card. I feel like those are, like, my tattoos. So I, I'm glad you said queen, because I was like, oh, I really want to get a chess piece tattoo, because it's, like, chestnut checkers. But I was like, I really like the queen. But I was wondering what you would think. <laughs> and when you said Queen 2, I'm like, okay, we're on the same page, bro. The Queen is the best character. Yeah. Anyways, yes. um, any, any final thoughts about uh, anything? Anything you want to bring up? Uh, F1 is back. That's what I'm watching. Oh, yeah, you said that to me. Dude, I didn't even know that. I thought they were the same thing. I thought, I thought Gran Turismo was F1. Remember, I was like, it was the same? No? No, 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 no. Really? No. Well, wasn't he at the end? He was like in some rocket car. No, he was doing yeah. um, uh, the twenty four hour Le Mans. Is it's, that not? It's not F one. <laughs> it's not F one. Oh, okay, okay. You're in this like a uh, car world, and I have no idea. I, like, <laughs> I see cars, bro. I, I don't understand the difference, but okay. The F one is is very different. And uh, I mean, in the sense that they're all generally on the same tracks, but it's the speed that's very different. Okay. Interesting. Like they're going well, what's, like three hundred kilometers an hour, like super fast around. Isn't that what oh, three hundred kilometers? Something like that. Yeah, I can show oh, you. I don't, I don't. I don't know. It's not miles. It's kilometers. I think. Oh, okay. Because three hundred kilometers not that fast. In the thing, he was going like three hundred mph in his car. Miles per hour, maybe. I don't. I don't. We'll see. I'll show you what it is. But it depends on okay. the track, right? I'm just. I was just guessing three hundred. But like all the videos I've seen, it's like here's like a normal 
car running around. Like I went to one less NASCAR. Like I see how okay, fast yeah. that that stuff was, but it's nowhere near as fast as F one. Ooh, interesting. Okay, and this is where Lewis Hamilton is. Yes. Nice. Okay. Who doesn't? Who's the controversial LeBron James character who left his home team? Well, yeah, in a way, yeah, yeah. He's going to be not yet. That'll be next season. So he's got one more season oh, on oh, Mercedes. Ooh, that's awkward. That's why it's like generally. Uh, it's it's more like they. I don't think they'll try to reveal too many secrets to him as to what they're working on. Oh yeah, yeah because yeah, cool, cool, cool. normally these year. these these kind of contracts only have like come out mid season. They don't come out a season oh, ahead. So that's what was different about yeah. it. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I wonder if it's like the the Gran Turismo where they hated him, remember? Yeah, yeah. He's like a, <laughs> he's not a real racer. He's a sim driver. Uh and they're like they all didn't like him. Well we'll see, yeah. It'll be more like Mercedes fans, I probably will. If he starts winning for Ferrari. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Um yeah, let me know how it goes. You're super into that right now. So. No, I like it's very interesting because, uh, well, the new season started and last year's season. So normally Netflix releases the uh, Drive to Survive. So that talks about the okay. previous season. So it's very interesting because they go into like the business aspect of it, them getting oh, the nice. sponsors. Okay. So I and clashes between certain drivers. So it's very Netflix. They film a lot of things and they try to get the right the story around it whatever they have filmed oh that's cool oh yeah. that's really cool so it's, it's a very tv show yeah 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 oh dude this goes back to what we were saying about like remember terror's like uh the the highest form of tv is reality tv because mm-hmm. instead of creating the story you're just documenting story yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like yeah because that's what they're doing bro they're literally just filming the f1 stuff and they're creating narratives around it that we can watch now yeah because people love reality TV. They want mm-hmm. they don't want the fiction anymore. They're like, show me what's really happening. But sometimes it's what I heard is like they're not filming all of the uh drivers at once, right? That's oh, the, okay. They're seeing what's going on and they're filming those things and then, then they have to see oh, yeah, all yeah. the footage. What what's the story we can what tell? What can we create <laughs> from it? Yeah, yeah, totally. That's a tough job. That's yeah, a tough yeah, job. Yeah. But I felt like this season's Netflix it was really good cuz cuz I watched all of last season. So I knew what was going on when I was watching it. And, but now I can see the behind oh, cool. the scenes of like the politics yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Cause it's like, uh, uh what? Yeah. yeah good. No. Cause there was it like, remind me of the Kardashians. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> cause it was like, there was like an Alpine race car driver in the middle of it. I didn't know, but like in the middle of it, the, the team principal was fired. So now this Netflix oh, one gave the explanation as to what happened and how we got fired. Like on the on the day in mid race weekend, he was fired. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. They they totally stole that from the Kardashians, bro. Mm-hmm. Because life will happen. We'll see like a social media post, and then when they drop the season, you'll they'll reference the like show you how that happened, and you're right. like, oh, that's why that happened. You know, just like what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's crazy. We're entering into a crazy world of like reality TV because. It's like what you post mm-hmm. plus what we show you. <laughs> so it's like we can fill in the context. Right. Yeah. And like, I already, like know, whole world, I already know, I already know like what's going to be happening in next season's uh, Drive to Survive. Cause it's already this season, like start off with uh, Christian Horner's allegation, the team principal for Red Bull. Uh, Ooh, but, and then, and then uh, what happened was 
they did the investigation. He's clear of all the stuff. So he's still team principal and CEO of Red Bull. But then somebody leaked the Google drives is what I hear to certain reporters to show that maybe this is not the right way of doing things or like maybe he's still guilty of it. So that is what's, so now FIA, which is like the, like the ones that control the racing world so the regulations and stuff so they're involved in it right now so we're back in that story again so we don't know what's going on so i want netflix is gonna have a field day with this next season when yeah, it comes cool. <laughs> do you never you can't escape the internet bro like the digital <laughs> world like when he's like oh we found a hard drive it's like oh my god <laughs> well we'll see yeah yeah, 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 yeah. sorry you know the diddy thing that's coming out? oh diddy yeah 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 yeah, like, yeah 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 remind me of that bro like you're like wait what <laughs> Like and then they resurfaced a video of like Justin Bieber and Diddy that's like going around mm-hmm. and seem Justin Bieber seems like kind of freaked out. Right. And you're like, wait a dude, you can't escape the digital world, bro. Hard drives. People just save everything. You know? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy times. Which is kind of weird because we're putting everything online. <laughs> it's like, like 200 years, not 200 years, but like, let's say uh, something happens and like, let's reference their podcast. And you're like, oh my God, no. You know? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, as long as it depends. Yeah, what we're we're not in that world. I would say. I, yeah, I know, I know. Totally. <laughs> I would never, honestly. You know what? What is really okay? Last thing, last thing. I gotta get ready. Yeah. Um, the thing, the thing that's really interesting that you hear now and you're seeing. Vince Staples brought this up, and like with the Diddy thing, everybody. Wa- I should cut that up. Actually, of Vince Staples saying this, but everybody thinks that celebrityism is it. If you're on TV, oh, you must be making lots of money. You must be this type of person now. You have all these connections. You have unlimited resources, right? But he's like, no, they, it's not like that at all. You know, we just present it like this. And I think what we're starting to see now in the limelight is I actually wouldn't want to be famous. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, the, yeah. The, the, right, you know what I mean? Right. There's right. so much scrutiny. There's like no anonymity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's wild to think about that we coveted that for so long and then now we're seeing like the perils of it mm-hmm. and you're like bro no it's not going to be famous yeah I, I i noticed that a long time ago that's why it's like there's uh like once you're famous you're you're not free anymore yeah you're, you're kind of but i still yeah you have opportunities yeah. and stuff but it's like that's why people they, they if they go to a pl- other country that nobody knows who they are they like yeah. that like they just roam the streets yeah, totally. like nobody yeah, totally. It's, really, it, it's funny because it's like um, I like to do, I like to do the the exercises of what famous people do, but I wouldn't want to be famous. Yeah. yeah so yeah, like yeah. this podcast and like making those videos, these are just like it. It's like what Rick Rubin said: like make the art first for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's all. It's that if you made the art and you like the art, it's great. You've mm-hmm. done your job, you know. But like to think about commercial success is like i mean there's like a limit like obviously you need to make some money but like it's yeah to that level of like well that's why it's it's, that's why it's both right you have to it's it's the reason they get paid so much is because of all these things yeah true they they, it's like a hazard pay yeah (laughs) yeah right yeah crazy um Okay, our last, last, last thing, because this is related. So I watched the Taylor Swift documentary, and she was groomed for this. You know, she's like, oh, the biggest person in the world, make all the money. She was groomed for this as a little kid. Mm-hmm. Like, like she believed that. She's like, I just want to be the best entertainer in the entire world. 
Mm-hmm. So when she got those bad reviews of her album, and then she dropped this crazy album, and then now she got this huge success, it's because she's like, no, I'm going to figure this out. I'm right. going to become famous. But then you see she's so hurt because she's just a kid who's like has this hole that she's trying to fill with, fill with fame. But then there's backlashes of fame where like they make fun of her and they like say all these negative yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, but it's psychologically harming for her. Yes. Like if you watch her documentary, like not not the concert stuff. You actually watch her documentary. It's like she's she's struggling psychologically. Mm-hmm. She admits it. Right. She went through anorexia because like somebody called yeah her that fat. and I think even yeah oh. Selena Gomez documentary was like that too right. Oh, I didn't watch that one. Oh yeah, crazy. like making fun of her weight. These like all these internet comments yes, about go. these sort of things. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you started off broken. You were like trying to fill the void. She's like, I want to be famous and loved by people. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, that's not a healthy way to begin. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas like Rick Rubin, it's just like, just create the art, bro. If nobody likes it, that's cool. You made the art though. You know? Whereas like those artists are like, what will pop? Because I want to be loved. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. a different, different zone. That's why I like Kendrick. He's like, he's going to put something authentic. And it's like, he doesn't really care about the commercial, although he's super commercially successful, but it's just like, but it comes from a pure place. Yeah. 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 Not like trying to be the best in the world. Mm-hmm. All right. And with that, uh, till next week. Yeah. I'll send there. Cause I, I gotta get ready for this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this all right. Appointment. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, till next week. Tady's a bitch. Peace. Bye. All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors, Zenro Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take it easy, fish. Peace.